Welcome to Ego Netcast. I am Martin Lindeskog. This is episode 74. And the title is Patronage and Freedom of Speech. I have signed up for the gold membership for a service called Coffee. K-O-F-I.com coffee sounds like coffee and i am a tea drinker so i had to upgrade to the gold membership in order to change uh, the title or the call to action from buy a coffee for martin lindeskog to buy a tea for martin lindeskog so a bit Joke, jokingly there, but also be serious at the same time, because I'm a tea enthusiast, as you know. So now you could buy me a tea, and I, from the outset, I set three dollars as so called the minimum or or the standard price there. So could you get a cup of tea or a cuppa in USA, in England, or? Australia and other places around the world that's listening to it, this podcast and uh, for three dollars I would like to have your recommendations there where do you get a cup of tea so a cup of tea per day and I will continue to podcasting blogging creating new media on a regular basis so this is, in, is on a serious note to have a patronage here and find alternative also to Patreon. That's a great service. There have been some debate about that lately with the terms of service. And as I said, Patreon is a private company and they decide their own rules. But lately there have been people who have leaving, been leaving or left this donation service on a regular basis so for example Rubin report and others so do you have any alternatives out there I will still for the record uh, keep my patreon page so you could go to patreon.com forward slash lyceum and donate there but I will concentrate now on this coffee dot com forward slash lyceum instead but i will keep the patron as i have one patron there eileen smith it's great uh, she's creating creating great content on a regular basis and she gives me a donation there per month and i give her a donation per month so i could have this rolling but as i said now i'll test this new service coffee and uh, I will include also uh, what uh, in the industry here, Podcast Business Journal, uh, Patreon have done some updates and changes. Probably what during the fact that what's happened uh, lately and the debate about Patreon. And I also, back in the day, I did a presentation, a talk on how you could support content creators using the presentation tool Haikudeck and uh, I then mentioned Patreon and also had a sidekick uh, uh, that talked during this uh, 
presentation about the challenges with with getting support on a continuous basis and that's the thing uh, you could have your um, tip jar and get uh, now and then uh, tips but how how to get it on a regular basis because i will keep doing this so-called for free but i have as i said in the previous episode i have costs involved uh, with this podcasting and blogging uh, etc so i would be happy to as we had in the Renaissance days, you had mecenates and you have supporters that supported the great art and also the freedom of speech. Because we have the old media here and we have new media. Some call it even alternative media. And then to, to spread the good word regarding new media, business philosophy and the good life, including tea. That's my thing. That's my specialization and my unique way of doing it. So I will continue doing this uh, for the long run. And I have done it for podcasting since 2006 and blogging since 2002. Other alternatives out there is Flatter, F-L-I-T-T-R. There have been some debate about them also because some of the founders there were linked to the Pirate Bay um, swear and so on. So I had some issues with that, but I still have an account there. I'm still waiting for some confirmation there from them regarding uh, bank details and so on. But we'll see. So I will include that in the show notes how you could support Flatter, my account there also. And uh, now they are belonging to, I think it was an organization that bought them. They are into, maybe it's blockchain or some... Uh, private uh, like VPN service or some, something like, uh, like that. So that's coming back to the freedom of speech topic. And if you get this donation, a hat tip, uh, it's a positive reinforcement to continue doing this. As I said, I don't, my philosophy is based on that you will not do any sacrifices. I'm not for altruism, I'm for Egoism, rational selfishness. So you should do this for your own sake. And if you value my work, you should do a donation. You could do it on a regular thing on Patreon, like a dollar every month. Or now on coffee, you could do it um, uh, one tip for three dollars and give me a cup of tea. Or you could also do it on a regular basis and i'm interested to hear about what what you want to have as perks and continuous uh, content creation uh, what, what you want me to do and i will add that uh, along the way so this is the plan and uh, i want to support others as i said on patreon i talked about it before my interest in tea, so I will continue education, ongoing education on tea by some individuals involved in the Tea Association in America. So there I want to get money so I could support them so on Patreon. And if it's like $10 per month to have education. So maybe I could come up with something similar to that. We could have some kind of education when it comes to new media, business philosophy and a good life on a regular basis. 
So please give me ideas and tips on how you want to do this. And um, the gold membership service is like $6 per month in order to have this. They have extra features. Uh, so that's my first goal to cover the cost because otherwise it's the same thing as before but I'm very positive to support other content creators and services and companies and uh, doing it on a regular basis and then uh, I want to cover that in, in a way in one way or another. A thing, a service that could be interesting for podcasters, both for myself and also uh, my like clients, for-profit and non-for-profit clients, is a service called Pod.fan, like fan, not the swear word in Swedish, the joke. So a fan, and uh, they will roll out this service, and it was like a couple of euros or pounds or dollars per member to use this service and then you could have special content exclusive content um, so on so i will follow this and i'm interested to talk to uh, founders and the people uh, behind this service in some time in, in the future so pod.fan another service that i'm thinking of getting like a premium service is what libsyns is doing with their um, official uh, uh, Vox, Voxer group. It's like a walkie-talkie. So there you could uh, raise things and questions and talk about podcasting in general and specific questions regarding Libsyn and so on. And there it's a free version that I'm using and you could give me a call or shout out a message through uh, Voxer if you go to uh, egonetcast.com forward slash contact. So egonetcast.com forward slash contact where you have this Voxer thing so you could record a message, an audio message and I'm thinking of getting a premium there because then you could do other things like uh, yeah, you could have uh, conversations with, with your members, with your fans subscribers, clients etc. I know that Elsie Escobar uh, of She Podcast and uh, of Libsyn, the official Libsyn podcast, The Feed. She's doing that for her uh, podcasting clients and uh, mastermind groups, etc. So it's something that I will look into. But as I said, then it's another cost there to cover. So I will include here. One thing that got me thinking here now, doing this on a regular basis, is when I checked my LinkedIn account, I saw an update from, I took a sip here now of tea, Joachim Jardenberg or Jukke Jardenberg will include his LinkedIn profile. So there he did a live streaming on LinkedIn. I think he used uh, third-party equipment there in order to record it and doing it live. And he was one of the first here in Sweden doing this. Uh, I will include a blog post by Social Media Examiner. That was uh, in February, I think, uh, when we talked about this in America. 
So this could be interesting to do live session, live streaming on LinkedIn. Yes, this is something that you would be interesting in to, to have a conversation and live streaming about business, business philosophy, new media and the good life. And also LinkedIn social media platforms. Uh, I'm happy to test this out in, in the future. But it's also um, so back side to this, or a flip on the coin, you could say. Here in Sweden, if you are doing live streaming on a regular basis, you are so-called uh, uh, legally responsible publisher or editor. I joke that myself when I'm doing on my first blog, Ego, on Blogspot, owned by Google, I do sometimes editor's note, and that's myself, it's nobody else. But if you do live streaming, you should have a publication license, in a way. And uh, that's when you have a magazine or newspaper, but also a website. You should have one person, often it's the president or the manager or the owner, that's responsible for all the things that's said or recorded on the site and also that you should be able to edit it if something is not according to freedom of speech so to speak something that's not legal or something that's not yeah bad in some way or another so but Joachim Jardenberg is making good point here that's why so we are now doing a illegal thing so it's time to legalize privacy but also freedom of speech i'm responsible for what i'm saying and you should be responsible for what you're saying and doing take consequences of that so do we need as private individuals a publication license for that i'm thinking of getting this license in the future because maybe you have an, another so-called status i'm not after that but uh, you will be looked as a so-called serious journalist or media outlet. So maybe I should do that. But that's, again, another cost is 2,000 Swedish crowns to do this. I don't know if it's per year or if it's one-time fee. And maybe you will be able to be, how to say, sued or other things like that if you are then a legally responsible publisher. I don't know. So I have to look into this and then that will take time and maybe also some legal things. Maybe I have to talk to a lawyer or getting some professional help here. So what's your take on that? Should I uh, become a publisher, a legally responsible publisher and get this publication license for teaparty.media? What's your thoughts? And here also in Sweden, there have been a debate now for alternative media. The old media is pretty scared what's happening, how we are consuming content nowadays. Regular media is in order, in order to make profit, and I'm all for it, they have to put now payment walls for the articles because you have journalists that are educated, spending lots of time doing great work, <coughs> hopefully. On articles, and I see, I see great journals out there. I see also mainstream media journals, but not so great. But that's another story. But um, yeah, they have costs. They have overhead costs. They have 
printing press and so on. So we have things that we have to cover, but we have talked about cost here. So when we are doing these payment walls, so subscribers could see it, but not uh, non-subscribers could not read material. What's your thoughts about that? Uh, are you for paying this extra uh, subscription to read material? It's hard uh, to link. That's another thing that we'll talk about later on. This uh, article 13 or 11 that's now in European Union about its link tax that you're not allowed to link to other sources or other websites. I know it's a complicated issue and maybe it's not so straightforward as I'm saying here. But the whole idea that linking is the currency on the internet, on the world wide web, that we link to other pages, blog posts, blogs, articles, etc. So it's lots of things to think about here, to do it right. Uh, uh, and with this, the debate have come from journalists, similar to when I joined Pyjamas Media, when they had Dan Rader um, fell from his post as an anchor because he has used um, information that was not uh, researched and um, checking fact-checking. It was an issue about um, Bush, one of the Bushes, the president. And uh, then he had to leave. And then they, I think somebody at New York Times said something about the bloggers were sitting in their pajamas and where how pajamas media started. But here now in Sweden, they are calling so-called uh, independent uh, media or indie uh, bloggers and indie journalists that have their own blogs and platforms for swish journalist or Swish media and Swish is a payment service here in Sweden and Scandinavia and Nordic countries so if you have a phone number and connect that to your bank bank account and you have an ident identification service uh, called bank ID checking it's uh, correct then if you have a phone number you could send a donation or payment or something like that so that's very uh, convenient to do that. I have an example that I did that on, at a cafe. Uh, somebody in front of me in the line said, I, I don't, I forgot my card. How should I do? And then I offered me, it was a person I didn't know, um, as, a, as a service and say, okay, I could do, I could pay it, uh, your cup of coffee or tea or what it was, and you could then swish me and send the payment there. And she was very happy about that. So that, that's what you could do but then uh, this rumor or, or bad rap about that you, it's easy to swish uh, independent journalist so that's something we, we could talk about in, in the future I will see if I have any English uh, translation there about swish and at the end here uh, I will do then talking about how you could send directly donations to me and then you go to paypal.me forward slash my last name Lindeskog then you could do that and my goal is to do this publishing a new episode every week here for five times per week so about 200-250 on a yearly basis so that's my my goal so talk to you soon again and I will take a sip of 
Assam Golden Tea that Johan Gustafsson and I reviewed on our podcast called Produktivitet in Swedish. Product, how to be productive and drink tea at the same time. Cheers! <laughs>